fighting to combat tyranny, one state at a time, starting with Wisconsin. This is the Badger State Resistance Podcast, brought to you by Liberty and Freedom. And welcome back to the Badger State Resistance Podcast. I am your host, Justin. Yes, I was not feeling very good yesterday, yesterday so I do appreciate Dan taking the time uh, to fill in for me. Um, I, the, my allergies are really getting to me, I'll tell you. Uh, so uh, again, thank you, Dan, for doing that. Um, today's podcast is brought to you by Harbortown Crafts. Reach them on social media, Harbortown Crafts, or shoot them an email at harbortowncrafts1231 at gmail. Com. They are Patreon, Wisconsin-based. Definitely check these folks out. They do great work. Okay, today's today's story is kind of breaking news. Okay, and and because because it answers a lot of questions as to why we saw a 240-day uh, silence uh, by the leadership of G- the GOP when it came to our medical freedom. All right. Um, it's 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 really sad, uh, but it makes all the more sense now that we are here, and there's multiple ties to you know multiple candidates, a couple of statewide candidates, as a matter of fact. So, uh, also don't forget tonight we do have Adam Steen joining us on our live event, and by the way, uh, the pers- one of the people we're talking about today just so happens to be Robin Voss. So this podcast should lead into some great conversation excuse me, into some great conversation with Adam this evening. So make sure to join us. Okay, so Robin Vaz, 240-day silent, self-proclaimed shadow governor of Wisconsin, uh, didn't do anything to help Wisconsinites as they were losing their jobs uh, due to an unconstitutional vaccine mandate. Okay, why would an individual want to walk away from something like this or hold off for as long as possible. Could it be because he believed in what Tony Evers was doing? Could it be because there was financial profitability behind it? I think that would be the most likely. Okay. Uh, and was able to use Tony Evers as the scapegoat instead of just doing his job to make sure that Wisconsin was protected against these illegal mandates and lockdowns. So, the Democrats have pulled everybody's economic interest statements, okay? So, as a candidate, all of us have to file an economic interest statement. This shows us who we owe money to, what stocks we own, what 401ks we have, um, and all of us had to do it. Robin Vaz just so happens to own between 50, or I'm sorry, between five and $50,000 in stock with Johnson & Johnson and Pfizer, Inc., Think about that for a second. 240 days of silence. 240 days of not fighting for we the people to make sure that our jobs were not lost to an unconstitutional vaccine lockdown mandate. So we're going to tie in quite a few things here, and we're going to talk about a bill that was proposed by Jonathan Wickman last year. We're going to talk about a paper tiger candidate that is a candidate in the lieutenant governor's race. We're going to be talking about a couple of different things. And again, we have a lot of questions here. So Johnson and Johnson, Pfizer Inc. between five thousand and fifty thousand dollars worth of stock. 
So that could be $5,000. It could be $50,000. So Jonathan Wickman last year went to Elijah Banke, who is the representative of the 89th District uh, in Northeast Wisconsin for the State Assembly, with an idea of a bill that would read, uh, as of January 1st, 2021, any corporation or professional sports league slash franchise doing business within Wisconsin that has terminated slash suspended an employee due to a not compliance with the COVID-19 or any vaccine mandate or has denied any employee a religious exemption or has accepted a religious exemption by required by requiring a weekly test uh, will be fined $100,000 per employee per incident. Okay. Now, this is an idea. This was an idea. So Elijah did like the idea. And there just so happened to be an event where this idea was brought to light by Jonathan and myself and, and Elijah Banky and the Paper Tiger. Okay. Now, the reason I'm going to call him the Paper Tiger is because I don't like to give any type of credibility to false patriots, people that will use play of words uh, to smear other candidates or to smear situations or just go out there for personal gain. I have a huge problem with it. An absolute huge problem with it. We all know that Robin Voss is a massive issue in this state. Every single one of us know this. And and I'm sure social media will blow up tomorrow, whatever. At this point, uh, this needs to come out. Okay, because one of the biggest issues that we are finding out right now is that people really aren't looking into all the candidates and finding out who are the ones that will truly fight and have proven they'll fight for them. We need people that are going to fight that will stand by the Constitution, period, not make exceptions. We look at how many exceptions were made when it came to voting and look at what a debacle we have a president an, unele- an unduly elected president sitting in the people's house of the United States doing absolutely nothing for the people but driving our gas prices through the roof, starving America because it's going to be too expensive to buy food. It's a problem, folks. It's a big problem. And that's why we have to know who we're going to vote for. Can't vote for people. You know, we can't vote for paper t- tigers. So Elijah Banky did put this bill idea through the Legislative Reference Bureau, and they <clears throat> they did state that the version version came back from the LRB without any initial issues, and they told Elijah he could set his own fine, which was to be set at a hundred thousand dollars. And again, this is an idea. This is an idea. Okay, uh, and and essentially what what happens is then it goes into a committee, gets assigned a committee. The committee will go through it. And then they can either decide, yep, 100000 is good, 100000 is too steep, let's maybe drop it down, or maybe it's not enough, right? We want to stop this. However, whatever it's going to take to make sure that the people of Wisconsin are secure within their right to decide whether or not they're going to be forced to take an experimental jab, okay? Or, or be locked down out of the, locked out of their own business, right? Anything, anything. When we look back at what we went through in 2020 and 2021, pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. Uh, so that that was the case. Now, we do know that Robin Vaz and Rebecca Clayfish caught wind very quickly of this idea. And we know that Robin Vaz has an incredible hold over members of the state legislature. So this was essentially dead, dead on arrival. 
the minute it went through the LRB, uh, it was done. It was there was no way this was going to move forward because people are petrified uh, of Robin Vaz and you know getting a bad committee assignment or you know other allegations that have supposedly come out i'm I'm not going to go into those because again without there being proof uh that's that's it's just not we're not going to go there but for whatever reason this was done okay instead of fighting now that's the paper tiger on this was very much about this and at the same event as i mentioned before where elijah and jonathan dropped the idea of this bill the paper tiger had no issues and actually went along with this was very much a part of this now the paper tiger uh, again was all for this all right and it wasn't until jonathan wickman jumped in to the lieutenant governor's race because he did not want to split patriot votes with tim rantham did not want to split these votes right we we got to make sure that we're getting proper people elected not bureaucrats not stockholders of Pfizer and 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 Johnson and Johnson not not a crone, not a bunch of cronies uh it wasn't until then that the paper tiger decided that you know what mm, 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 now i have a problem with it okay i have a huge problem with it if that is not telling in itself on how this individual would act as lieutenant governor to go along to play they'll they'll, they'll go along right they'll, they'll they'll talk the tough game but then they'll play along they'll do what they're told then i don't i don't know what is this individual ha- has championed across the state of being a teacher of the constitution but yet charged people hundreds hundreds of dollars to come and speak uh, about our constitution and teach people about their rights. I get some gas money, but at this time, gas wasn't $5 a gallon. So it's just, it's, it's just crazy. So, so how does the paper tiger become affiliated with Rebecca Clayfish and Robin Vaz? So there is a business owner who, ran around with the paper tiger and ran around with Jonathan and myself and, and, and other Patriots at events and discussed medical freedom, their rights and how this was a violation of the constitution that decided to go ahead and on uh, October 12th did his first donation to the Rebecca campaign of $10,000. Now there would be a second ten thousand dollars to make it the full twenty thousand contrib- you know eligible contribution to Rebecca. Who is Rebecca beholden to? Robin Vaz. Robin Vaz used Rack, if we don't remember pay to play, okay, Rack to help get Rebecca started with her Cleafish pack. Okay, where she ran around, you know, giving a hundred dollars or five hundred dollars to to you know representatives to to help them with their campaign. Which uh, I can tell you that a hundred to five hundred dollars to even a thousand dollars isn't very much. Okay, so this was all a, a Ponzi scheme, in my personal opinion, to just try to build the support from the state legislature for early on. So the paper tiger just so happens to be. Uh, 
very affiliated with this doctor that we discussed that has donated now $20,000. And I believe if we were to look at PAC money that have come from other places, it's even more. Okay. Uh, so why is that significant? Well, Rebecca Clayfish was nowhere to be found when it came to medical freedom. Nowhere. Not, not I mean, nothing was said about medical freedom. And this was a huge, huge issue here in Wisconsin where thousands and thousands and thousands of people lost their jobs. Un uh, possibly not going to be able to pay their mortgages, feed their families. Their whole career is gone. <clears throat> Excuse me. We know so many people. We all know people that lost their jobs. For refusing to take this 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 experiment, this experimental jab, we know that there's been so much collusion, so much media attention to this. It's it's just a problem. So the paper tiger, who has received plenty of funding and is very very good friends with Sadak, who now runs around slamming and bashing Jonathan Wickman for the bill idea by saying that it was unconstitutional. Well, for somebody that teaches the Constitution or taught the Constitution to so many people by charging them a fee to come and speak, should know that corporations are not above the Constitution of the United States. Corporations cannot not hire somebody because of the color of their skin or the, the religion in which they practice. They can hire whoever they feel is best qualified, but they can't use a medical background. So if you have somebody that is paralyzed, uh, that is applying for a job within an office, and they can't just say that, well, you're paralyzed, we can't. You know, a medical, you know, a medical situation. They can't do it. A vaccination status is, is, is a private, private thing. There are HIPAA laws. Now, yes, we know that there are loopholes within HIPAA. We know that. But it didn't make it constitutional. We have a right to be secure in our own person. Per the Constitution. And part of that security is being able to make decisions with our medical doctor. Now, don't get this confused with abortion, because abortion, that is a life living within a, the womb of a mother on American soil, and the Constitution protects life. So when we really look at all this, and we look at the twist of in turns, this all leads back to Robin Vaughs. The paper tiger can go out and be as critical as he wants of Robin Vaughs. But when his key donor donates $20,000 to the next-in-line candidate, Rebecca Clayfish, that ties you to Robin Vaughs. That's why people walked away 
from this individual. It's it's really just a damning thing when you think of everything that has transpired between the election, between the medical freedom issues, the fight to unmask our children. How do you how do you how do you go about even supporting individuals? And, 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 you know, let's talk about Rebecca. Now, Rebecca, you know what? At the end of the day, Rebecca is Rebecca. She's a former lieutenant governor of the state of Wisconsin under Scott Walker. But Rebecca had a platform. Rebecca didn't come out for medical freedom. Rebecca wasn't there at the, at the rallies on the side of roads screaming that people be allowed to make a choice for their own person, for their families. We had school boards, school districts, that wanted to put vaccine clinics within the school and vaccinate children without parental consent. She wasn't there for any of that. But we have a lieutenant governor candidate, the Paper Tiger, We have a doc who ran around the state preaching medical freedom essentially align themselves with Robin Vaz's pick for governor. Well, uh, really align themselves, right? $20,000 is pretty aligning. With the speaker who sat idle for 240 days, who just so happens to own stock in Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson. It's very telling. So who do you think the paper tiger is truly beholden to? This is why we must know who we are voting for. We mustn't elect people like this that will go out, slam one of the individuals. Literally, this this person's done it. He's done it. But then we'll, we'll play nice with another individual because one of his donors was a mega donor, essentially, right? Top-tier donor. 20000 is the most you, an individual can donate to a single campaign. Twenty grand. That's not a cheap amount of money. On $20,000, I could win the Secretary of State's race very, very hands-down. Very easily. So, folks... I know there's going to be some people that are upset. I get it. And it's okay. A lot of us, there's many times, and, I, and I'm guilty of this too, where I've been wrong about a situation or an individual or whatever. And it's hard for us to come to grips and go, you know what? I was wrong. And in, in, the, in that process, we may have said things about other situations or other people that we we feel that we can't, you know, come back and and, and even just apologize to ourselves and go, you know what, I'm not going to make this mistake again. 
Okay, I'm, I'm going to do what I need to do to make sure that I move forward with, with a clean slate. I'm going to humble myself. By voting for somebody who will willingly go out there, charge people, who will willingly go out there and slam people uh, for doing what he charged people to teach people about, which is the Constitution. And then when a specific situation comes about, like a, a an idea to try to secure Wisconsin's medical freedom, for that person to go out and, and just be so wrapped up in so much dirtiness, so much slander, it's really telling about who they would be as an actual elected official. We cannot have that. Wisconsin deserves a representative government of, for, and by the people. That is what we need. That is what we here in Wisconsin need. If we are going to make Florida jealous, right, besides the weather, where conservatives are like, oh, my goodness, look at Wisconsin. We need to move up there. Paper tiger candidates. You know, the huge, huge, huge roar but 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 then our bite size when it, when it comes time to actually doing something are not what we need so in a recap the democrats pulled a report the economic interests and that economic interest we have been able to find that robin vaz the Speaker of Wisconsin's State Assembly and self-proclaimed shadow governor of Wisconsin, owned stock in Johnson & Johnson and Pfizer, Inc. Both companies were two, of the ma- two out of the three major uh, vaccine producers here in the United States. And again, 240 days of silence. A bill was proposed by Jonathan Wickman to try to help Wisconsinites having a real vision, a real solution. Remember, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, where candidates that that go out and all they do is smear slam individuals and don't provide any solution to anything are not worth any of our time. We need real solutions. So then the bill is is put through the LRB, which is the Legislative Reference Bureau, and is told that it's fine that the representative and in this case being Elijah Banky, uh, could set the amount. We know Robin Vaz and Rebecca Clayfish catch wind of this. Rebecca Clayfish is beholden to Robin Vaz through the RAC funding, the money, and then also receives a up to you know, two $10,000 donations starting on October 12th. You can find it on her campaign finance report on page 174 the doc in which I speak about, uh, that that amount of money was given. And then we have a paper tiger lieutenant governor who is doing nothing but slam constitutional conservatives who actually give a damn about Wisconsin because it's in his interest, because it's, it's, it's a way for relevance. It's a way to gain favor silently in the back, you know, through the back door of Robin Vaughn's while portraying thyself, himself, as being a constitutional candidate that believes that 
government is too darn big. It's enough. It's a problem. We need constitutional patriots. Period. So, don't forget to tune in tonight with Adam Steen. We will be on our live event. I'm sure, again, social media will be rocked. Those of you that have been supporting the Paper Tiger, don't be afraid uh, to, to, to just say, you know what, I'm going to move on. There are plenty of other uh, issues surrounding this individual uh, that are, are pretty telling of who he is and what he actually stands for on the inside versus what he portrays on the outside. So, all right, folks, have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day, and we will see you tonight on our live stream and be back tomorrow. Have a good one.